Welcome 2209. Today is November 17th, 2020. I'm David Weiss and I'm sitting here with Michael Scott. Hi, I'm Michael Scott. Unfortunately, Lavinia and Angie could not make it today. Nope. Um, so you got us and we have uh, no interview today, but we're going to try something new. Dave and I had talked about uh, doing some labor news for a little while and I thought it was a good idea. And so did Dave, obviously. So we're going to try and um, just try and bring you guys whatever's going on, whether it's striking, organizing. Uh, some of the articles we're going to be talking about today are uh, wrongdoings by some national companies. Uh, we really wanted to tr- do some local stuff and uh, because it pertains to the community, but it's important to know like what's going on nationally too. And just because uh something's going on in Virginia doesn't mean it doesn't impact you in, in some way. I mean, I mean, we got part suppliers yep. from everywhere. Yep. So any type of discrepancy yes, can affect you. Mm-hmm. And they might have to switch part supplier. They might have to switch something, but it always will come back and it does affect you. And we're not talking about uh, part suppliers. Oh, I'm just business. throwing that out there. Right. Just as an example. So most of these are wrongdoings by companies and it's, um, we got this, all this is information is coming from the Department of Labor website. It's dol.gov. If you search uh, labor news, basically into Google, uh, it'll come up. You can check, I mean, on your own. There's all kinds of different interesting articles interesting on, on here. So uh, some of the ones we're going to go over, the U.S. Department of Labor and Rolls-Royce, North America Holdings enter agreement to resolve alleged hiring discrimination. And we're just going to talk about that a little bit. One of the other articles is U.S. Department of Labor's OSHA announces $2.8 million in coronavirus violations. And a restaurant in Franklin, Tennessee is being forced to pay approximately $180,000 in back wages after the U.S. Department of Labor investigation uncovers wage violations. So we're going to dive first into the uh, Rolls-Royce article. So the U.S. Department of Labor's Office of Federal Contract Compliance Programs, or OFCCP, and Rolls-Royce North America Holdings have entered into an early resolution consolation agreement to resolve allegations of hiring discrimination. Uh, what happened was uh, 26 female employee or applicants weren't selected for machine operator positions and alleged that it was uh, sexual discrimination, right? Or gender discrimination. Uh, 26 female applicants alleged gender discrimination and Rolls-Royce has agreed to pay $135,000 in back wages plus interest to those uh, females filing suit. The OFCCP found the company's actions violated Executive Order 11246, which prohibits gender-based discrimination and hiring by federal contractors. Rolls-Royce has contracts with the Department of the Navy, Federal Aviation Administration, Department of the Air Force, U.S. Coast Guard, NASA, and the Department of the Army. So, all right, so the next article we're going to get into, the U.S. Department of Labor's OSHA announces $2.8 million. 2.8 million dollars in coronavirus violations so since the start of the coronavirus pandemic through november 5th 2020 u.s department of labor occupational safety and health administration osha has just issued 204 citations arising from inspections for violations relating to coronavirus 
resulting in proposed penalties totaling $2.8 million. OSHA inspections have resulted in the agency citing employers for violations, including failures to implement a written respiratory protection program, provide a medical evaluation, respirator fit test, training on the proper use of a respirator and personal protective equipment, report an injury, illness, or fatality, record an injury or illness on OSHA record-keeping forms, and comply with the general duty clause of the Occupational Safety and Health Act of 1970. There's a lot of hospitals on here and healthcare facilities that were cited for not having proper... I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume that, you know, uh, medical professionals are more aware of proper procedures. So you'd think that the employers would be extra vigilant, but... Of course, this could have dated back when the pandemic first started, too. Since the start of the pandemic through November 5th. OSHA really had guidelines for a pandemic, do they? They do have pandemic guidelines, like what uh, what needs to happen in case of a pandemic. I mean, the OSHA website has... uh, Instruct or not OSHA, the CDC, I mm. guess. Then these are OSHA violations, but I know the CDC has guidelines to follow event of a zombie outbreak. Did you know that? I think I did actually. And not that this is pertaining to labor news or anything like that, but I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, you can find this information in uh, DOL. DOL. So what, what do we do if there's a zombie outbreak? Can you bring that up? I could bring it up, but I don't know how topical that is <laughs> if there's a zombie outbreak mm-hmm. call michael scott or go to the cdc website all right and the last i guess there are more news releases of like what's happening so the last one we're gonna do uh the franklin tennessee restaurant paying one hundred and seventy nine thousand dollars in back wages after the department of labor investigation covers wage violations um it was garcia's mexican restaurant in franklin tennessee they have uh, has paid one hundred seventy nine thousand eight hundred seventy eight dollars in back wages to 40 employees to resolve minimum wage violations of the fair standard labors act investigators found garcia's mexican restaurant violated the flsa when the employer required servers to pay seven to ten dollars per shift into a tip pool that the restaurant retained to pay the hourly rates of non-tipped workers. The FLSA does not allow employers to keep servers' tips. Uh, investigators also found that the employer retained the credit card tips hosts earned on carryout and to-go orders, resulting in additional FLSA minimum wage violations. Garcia's failure to record which of the servers paid into the tip pool, how much they provided, and on when they did also also resulted in record-keeping violations. The Wage and Hour Division is committed to ensuring that employees receive the wages they have earned and that employers clearly understand their responsibilities. The outcome of this investigation serves as a reminder to all employers to review their pay practices and to confirm that workers are being paid as the law prescribes. We will continue to work to the level the playing field for employers who play by the rules. That was from uh, Wage and Hour Division District Director Nettie Lewis. Um, For more information about the FLSA and other laws enforced by the Wage and Hour Division, contact the toll-free helpline at 866-4-US-W-A-G-E or 487-9243. And we don't have a lot of that going on at work, but, I mean, that is good information to have if you, I mean, families, you know, and we hear about this stuff sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess 
if you hear about anything, you get the number right there. So you could call and ask. All right. Now we're going to get into some local news. Just a reminder, if you ordered a UAW hoodie, they can be picked up at the Union Hall during normal business hours, 6.30 to 3.30 p.m. Monday through Friday, cash or check are acceptable forms of payment. Um, as we know, the November membership meeting was canceled. The December membership meeting is also canceled uh, due to a rise in uh, coronavirus cases. Which brings me to the next point, which is that uh, the Union Hall is following the governor's state mandates. So when you come down to the hall, make sure we're just asking you please wear a mask. So we are acting in accordance with that mandate. Help feed Allen County families. The Associated Churches um, are asking for our help to fill their food bank. 2020 obviously has been a very difficult year for many people. We all have a friend or family member that has been affected due to the circumstances that has surrounded the current pandemic. Uh, the Associated Churches have seen a number, growing number of new clients at all of the programs, but the food bank is seeing a rise in new visitors and a decrease in food donations. Associated Churches have purchased an extra $95,000 worth of food to feed 4,300 new individuals at the food pantries. As a result of COVID, the community has not been able to gather and have food drives at churches, businesses, or events that they normally rely on to serve the hungry. Um, so they are asking for monetary contributions as well as non-perishable food donations. There is a collection bin outside of the Union Hall. You can place food donations. Uh, if you'd like to make a monetary donation, um, you can go online to associatedchurches.org slash donate. Or you can do a text to donate. You text 2020FOOD to 44321 on your phone, and then uh, that'll walk you through if you want to make a donation that way. Um, there will be a do-it-yourself ornament class on December 1st. Uh, join local potter Nikki from Earthenware by Nikki for a two-hour ceramic ornament and magnet painting class. Participants will receive a brief demo on the materials needed to make three ornaments or magnets. Um, there will be a vast variety of designs, including you know holidays, sports, solidarity fests, animals. First come, first serve. The class is $30, and it's open to the first 30 people that register. Um, there's a limited amount of additional ornaments and or magnets. So if you go take the class and you decide, hey, I want to do this at home, there will be additional supplies there, but it will be an additional cost. The $30 doesn't get you any of that those extras. Um, the class times are 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And how much does that class cost? It is $30. $30. And it's on December 1st. December 1st, if what you would, time? At uh, The hours are 7 to 9, 11 to 1, and 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Call the Union Hall at 260-672-2209 or email Erica. Her email is Erica, E-R-I-K-A dot Keeser, K-E-E-S-E-R at UAW2209.org to register. As it stands now, we're not sure if we will be participating in Toys for Tots, but if you are interested in doing it individually, go onto their website. You can find all the relevant information if you wanted to donate or register to it you know, adopt a family. Uh, that's all we have. I noticed coming in today, it looks like they're doing some more, um, painting and flooring. yeah, the, yep. And the, the, the first atrium when you walk in. So I'm pretty excited to see what that's going to be when it's finished. I'm sure. It's going to be fantastic. I'm sure it is. Um, yeah, uh, that's all 
I have. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Tune in next Tuesday. Yep. For we next episode. Yep. Hope everybody has a great day. <laughs>